This is Talking Tactics, the podcast that celebrates enrollment success one tactic at a time. The catch? The tactic had to be done with limited resources, either by a single person, a small but mighty team, limited time, or with a low budget. I'm your host, Diana Kibbils, Strategy Director at Ology, and I'll be interviewing the most creative and resourceful folks across higher ed to break down a single tactic, from idea to results, so you can try them too. Are you ready? Let's talk tactics. Hello, good day, bom dia. Welcome to Talking Tactics. I have a very special treat for you today. Our very first international guest. Let me introduce you to my friend and fellow faculty member at the K Summer Institute for Communications and Marketing, Gustavo Segui. Gustavo is the Director of Marketing, Advancement, and Admissions at the International School of Curitiba in Brazil. He's a leader in his community and an amazing international speaker. Gus is here to talk to us about how his school tapped into their students' own social networks and saw 278% growth of followers on the school's Instagram account as a result. Welcome to the show, Gus. Bom dia, tudo bem? <laughs> <laughs> Did you like my Portuguese yes, or was it terrible? It was, it was great. Day, uh, <laughs> such a pleasure to be here with you. I'm really was really excited and looking forward to to have this spend some time with you and talk about the things we love. <laughs> yes, that's right. I am so glad to have you here. Let's start at the beginning. Talk to us about what you were trying to tackle and solve at your school. Right. Um, so my school is an international school in Curitiba. We have about 750 students, so it's like kind of a medium-sized school. And we wanted to, to amplify our reach and impact kind of beyond our school audience. So our Instagram, we're not like massive uh, digital strategies school or anything like this, but we wanted to kind of go a little bit beyond of our internal community in terms of Instagram. And um, we want to create a base in which we could attract more followers and have a little bit of a wider community. Okay, and so you're trying to expand the reach of the school kind of adjacent to the folks that are already in the internal community. So what idea did you come up with to do that? Well, as a school, we have like a minimal marketing budget, right? And 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 massive. <laughs> and don't like, we know it? Don't we know it? Right. Like probably this is when like everyone feels like, oh yeah, uh, I have someone like this in, in another part of of the world. And massive time constraints, as we we wear many hats, as you know, right? And and yeah. we had to get like quite creative with our thinking uh, on how to accomplish this and and. Where, where can we tap in in kind of to grow mm-hmm. our followers, our reach and our um, um, Instagram kind of idea? So I'm, I'm very passionate about system thinking. And I think this is kind of when the whole mm-hmm. strategy and idea came from, which uh, essentially is kind of understanding the elements of a system. So in our case, the school um, and their dynamic relationships and how they kind of affect or interfere with uh, each other and what outcomes they create. As human beings, we tend to look mm-hmm. at things as, as boxes, separated mm-hmm. boxes. And system thinking, look at the whole and how the boxes interact and influence one another, producing a determined account or outcome or, or direction, right? I think the best way to share kind of some learnings from it is when we think about system thinking, we have to think about 
um, what is already available to us, in our case, the school. So what kind of resources or groups or individuals or processes or actions already exist in the school? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this is really about having like a balcony view of the whole and identifying opportunities that already exist in, in your organization, right? So this is point number one. Number mm -hmm. two is what systems are already in place? So what kind of, of systems exist in the organization that could be used in favor of supporting uh, our goals, like our Instagram mm -hmm. or our digital strategy in our case? So it is about really mapping our surroundings with easy access to. So mm -hmm. sometimes as parents, as students, as teachers in this case, right? And then the third part is kind of from which interactions can I harness potential? So mm -hmm. what kind of interactions these systems already have and what kind of opportunities they create? So it's really kind of understanding how and when maybe like these student groups or parent groups or interactions um, happen with one another with possibly your target audience. So in our mm -hmm. case, kind of this idea of like high school students and our community Uh, as an international school in Curitiba. I love how we're getting a peek inside your brain here. I, I can see you kind of studying and reading about this and having an aha moment uh, where you said, oh, yeah, I can translate this into an outreach strategy. Um, talk to us about how you took this systems thinking and like what you, what you realized you could do for Instagram. Right. Um, I love a comment. Uh, there is a sentence from a, a um, former governor from, from our state that said, creativity starts when you cut a zero from your budget. So it's... <laughs> <laughs> so, that's a great... That's, I love that. That's a theme is, for this podcast. <laughs> it, is, it is great, right? So I think for us, like, it started with like a very minimal budget. So we had like no investments for digital or anything like this. And... And we're looking at, um, I think every good tactic starts with a clear strategy and we have a very mm -hmm. clear strategy for us, right? So uh, to, to explain a little bit part of it is we had a very clear editorial line and what we want to say in our communication strategy, mm -hmm. which is essentially three things. So one is that our students are successful. Mm -hmm. The second one is that we do di things differently from a traditional school. And the third one is kind of our community matters. And we mm -hmm. wanted to reach more of a kind of, of our parents, obviously, but also high school students to increase enrollment and, and applications for our high school program in the school. Mm -hmm. So thinking what we want to share in terms of communication, we start to look into uh, which students would best fit into our target audience mm -hmm. um, and, and which systems kind of like uh, they were already part of it. So systems mm -hmm. for us then meant kind of which students were taking part of a coding program or math Olympics or arts programs that are doing something mm -hmm. uh, different Then sometimes had like even international connections with other schools around the globe or international tournaments from the sports area that we have. Um, so mm -hmm. students, they go, they create these very good friendships. They interact and connect on social media and then kind of become of a social network that we can tap into. What was already available to us was that students and the amazing things that they do in our school and, and their networks of people. Mm -hmm. uh, the systems that we already had in place was like their own connections and networks. And, and this is already kind of a, a living thing on its own, right? Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And the potential that we saw this was the opportunity to create stories and share content that not only supports our strategy, but also kind of value and knowledge what they do. And then we start kind of creating content and, and sharing those stories with our community through Instagram, like through posts, to stories, to reels and all of this. And then we were looking at um, what are the results uh, we were getting as we shared those and see which ones created a little bit more movement, which mm-hmm. ones had more like Instagram um, uh, insights, right? And, mm-hmm. and understanding like that they are really well connected and versed in social media and, and how and seeing like, okay, this post, this kind of content, this kind of student, this kind of approach that we're doing, it's really kind of amplifying our capacity to reach specifically non-following accounts. And this was very important for us, like to look at that we're not just reaching out or, or what our, um, our community and, and mm-hmm. our followers but really kind of going, going a little bit beyond our, our borders or digital mm-hmm. borders in our Instagram, right? Um, okay. To give an, just a quick example, we did a test. It's like the same setting was just one person speaking to uh, a story like, like Instagram post. And we did it with a teacher and it kind of reached 1,700 um, accounts in our Instagram. So fairly small mm-hmm. and, and okay. For our community, that's fine. I think it's fair to say we're not into the millions of followers and all of this, right? <laughs> we're a very small digital community now on Instagram. And then we say like, okay, a teacher, that was fine. And then we invite the head of school and see, okay, the head of school has a little bit more of a presence in the community and all of this. And then we did a video with him. Nothing really extraordinary. It's just like a um, stand and say something. Then we went to uh, 3,500 um, kind of okay. as our reach, which is fairly nice. And then we invite in a student that participated in a coding club. And we ask her, like, explain what you did, what was your project. She participated in an international hackathon. And then we reached 35,000 oh, accounts wow. from what she shared. And for us, oh, this wow. was kind of like the spark. Okay, we, we might be into something here, taking this system thinking idea and really kind of working around those concepts and i think it has been very effective since then you know and and we're been trying and experimenting with this idea since all righty we're gonna play a game guys okay so first and foremost get a pen get a paper pull out your notes app on your phone whatever it might be okay got it great all right what keywords does your website currently rank for take a couple seconds right one two three four I give you a few, not just a couple. What doesn't it rank for that you think it should rank for? Okay, one, two, three, four. Now, what are a few keyword opportunities that you could be winning on if you just simply tweaked some of your existing website copy? Got it? Okay, how'd you do? Ooh, not so hot. Not sure what you can, what you're currently ranking for, or not sure what you could be ranking for. Well, that's okay because our friends at DD Agency want to help you answer all of these questions. DD Agency is a higher ed specific marketing technology agency that has conducted countless SEO audits for colleges and universities across the country. In these audits, they detail where you currently rank, what you could be ranking for, 
exactly how copy should be tweaked on website pages, and so much more. If this sounds like something that you could benefit from, give the guys at DD Agency a ping and be sure to mention that Enrollify sent you to claim a 10% discount on any of their SEO offerings. So head on over to enrollify.org forward slash DDA SEO. That's DDA as in DD Agency SEO, or simply follow the link in the show notes below. That will guarantee you get a 10% discount off of your audit. All right, head on over to enrollify.org slash DDA SEO, or simply Google DD Agency, find DD Agency's website, and be sure to mention that you heard about them through Enrollify when you request your audit. All right, folks, back to the show. Let me recap it for my own understanding. So we want to reach folks that are adjacent to our community. We want more followers. Yeah. The idea you had is, hey, why don't we find folks on campus or at our school that already have those communities built and who's, who the people in those communities are also our target audience. So you, you tried something with a professor, you tried something with the head of school, you tried something with a student, and that was the moment where you said, okay, yeah, there's something here. So... Talk to talk to us about how you get then the students to participate in sharing your content with their networks. Yes, I think this is kind of part of the challenge of it. Yes, it's <laughs> right? not cool to share the school's content. How do you make it cool for them? <laughs> exactly. uh, so again, I think the first thing is, you know, it's like finding the time to get to know them. Uh, we have such a, like busy agendas. And again, it is really building the relationship with them and understanding like what they do or something. It's not that you're like a random person from the communications department come in and say, can you share what you say? I think it doesn't work like this. You really need to kind of to be involved with them and kind of see what they're doing and, and create a relationship with that. Uh, and I think doing that with a very tight agenda, it is the challenge, but not impossible to do, right? And I think what's very important as well is that we want to be very genuine in what we share and, and this takes time. And and, um, and there's always so much going on that sometimes can be overwhelming. There's so many things, cool things happening in the school. Um, but also kind of building the relationship, understanding what they want to share and really recognizing them from what they are doing is like... is. It has everything to do with education and then people get really proud and, and everyone kind of likes to be the protagonist of what they are doing. And I think this whole idea really builds on that uh, concept and, and it, what makes it something very successful and very nice as well, right? Yeah. Oh, I, I like that. It's You're not just showing up and telling them what to share. It's, hey, like, what do you want to share about your own story? Exactly. We'll help you package that up and you know, thanks for sharing it in your own networks. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And, you um, know, I think something yeah. important to say, uh, they as well, is that this goes organically. So mm -hmm. I, I think we have never um, filmed a student and we never asked them, hey, please share this on your network. Okay. I think it really builds on, hey, I'm showing this, I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of what I'm showing this, and this happened naturally. Uh, from the student's perspective. Oh, and, wow. and I think this is kind of the powerful part of it, right? So yeah. we're not like coming to marketing people and say, hey, now that we have this content, do this, 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 and that. Is is something that really kind of builds on the, you know, like one of our goals, like our community matters. And I think yeah. we're really building on that. We are showing that they matter a lot. And then 
kind of they want to share this with their friends, with the people they know, that their school is recognizing them from what they are doing. And I think this is kind oh. of the the beauty of it. <laughs> that is that is great. So Good. you're you're finding the thing that they're really proud of so that they just naturally want to share that. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. That's the that's the thing. That's the secret, everybody. Yeah. Um so other than I mean, of course there's budget constraints and and you talked about the challenge of really getting to know students. Are there any other challenges that you faced coming up with this idea? Yes, I think what is true to everyone um, is that we are in the attention-grabbing game, right? Mm-hmm. And and this means that we are competing with everything, everything that mm-hmm. that is on on the Instagram. Um, so I think it, it's it's very important to be very clear about what you want from it. Again, we never want to say, "Hey, we want to reach a million followers in the next two months." I think we come with really kind of a realistic idea of what it what this means to our community, what this means to our communication strategy, to our positioning, and understanding that also this is not the most kind of in the the um, the only tool or strategy that you have on your toolkit as a marketing person, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I think for us is is it very it was very easy to get like um, onto it and say ah. Oh, we were not in the millions and we start comparing yourself with some other uh, metrics and maybe some other institutions. And I think we need to be very careful with that because that yeah. can really derail your own goals and your own idea and your own strategies. Mm-hmm. So I think this would be kind of a warning because we had a moment like this and, and, and also was good that we acknowledge that and we say, okay, let's come back and see like what this means to us at ISC for our community, for our students, for our parents and and our kind of school, right? Yeah. Well, and it's it's definitely building community too, right? So, Mm. all right. We've gotten to the point of the podcast that everybody's been waiting for. We're going to talk results. (laughs) So tell us what you saw. You already hinted at some results with the student views, but did you get the growth that you wanted? Yes. So I was just like looking at our uh, quarter kind of results now as mm-hmm. I was preparing for, for our talk now. And from impressions itself, which kind of we say we, we, it's our goal like to be to make friends with the algorithm because impressions yeah. is content like uh, share, but not necessarily viewed. Right. But we have grown like 241 percent compared to our first quarter which for wow. us was like very massive, you know, it's like nearly 300,000 impressions in our um, Instagram account. We, we reached 226% more accounts that, worrying, that weren't following us than the first wow. quarter of the year. And, wow. we, and we had 150% more content interactions compared to the first quarter as we move on this. So I think we, I can separate kind of two phases for us. Like, so uh, as you said at the beginning, like we, we grow like nearly triple our followers numbers. This happened last semester. So we really went from this. And now we're looking at kind of our goal is um, how can we, again, like reach non-following accounts and how can we kind of create this um, environment where people get to see our content and, and know us and then become followers. So I think like mm-hmm. 
as we're reaching many people now, they're not necessarily following us. Now we start to say, okay, now is the time to bring them in and to be part mm -hmm. of this and then create content and create ideas that uh, will engage them in that sense. So this is kind of our next uh, step. Next on. iteration. Right. I'm just so impressed that you can, you know, triple the followers from creating stories of your students that they just organically share. That's incredibly <laughs> impressive. Right. It's amazing. Way to yes. go. Way to go. <laughs> uh, is there anything that uh, now that you're looking at the next iteration that you're going to do differently or you're planning to implement differently? Yeah, I think, you know, we we have created like a very good process to increase our reach and drive again, like a, another significant follow growth process. But I think our biggest learning is like what works today might be slightly different tomorrow. And I think that's what exciting about it. I think there is a lot of experimentation in this and see like trial and error, right? Mm -hmm. And we will definitely kind of continue this concept of strategy, uh, if I can mm -hmm. say like this, moving forward. But um, I think for us is like, as we reflect on this whole process and, and what we saw is we need to think about that, you know, institutions are always saying how much they value their students or the clients or the consumers and all of mm -hmm. this. But then when you look at, at their social media message, it's always about them. It's always kind of the me and me and me, the institution, and not really. So I think it's this idea of like show, don't tell only. Yeah. And, and if we say that our students are successful, so we let them tell their story and be the protagonists of it. And, and when they do, they feel appreciated and part of it. And this is how kind of how we build community. And then we start mm -hmm. to show. And I think for us, moving forward is really kind of consolidating this concept. Um, to And then tactics, they adjust as, as times, uh, mm -hmm. time goes by. But we, we hold on that concept and I think we can just like continue having the, the, the success. I think this is the value we can create and, mm -hmm. and I think that's why others connect with it as well, right? Mm -hmm. So how many student stories did it take to see those results? Uh, not a lot, actually. I think we are doing maybe like a one a week or something. Is Oh, wow. We're, we're, I don't have a whole team for digital. So <laughs> we kind of, and I think that's encouraging for who is listening to us. Yes. You don't need yes. to have like a massive team or like thousands and thousands of posts or something. I think what you can do is to be very intentional with what you're sharing and with what makes sense to your community and to your audience, mm -hmm. and then go and do it and, and see what happens, right? That's excellent advice and a perfect way to end this episode. Thank you so much, Gus, for sharing this with us. Thank you for having me. I'm very, very happy. Obrigado. Uh, obrigado. It's obrigada, right? Yes, correct. <laughs> so I'm sure you now have a ton of fans. If they want to reach out to you, where can they find you? They can always find me on LinkedIn by my name, Gustavo Sigi. It's the Perfect. easiest and best way to find me. That's fantastic. And I do recommend that you do that. And thank you all once again for tuning in to an episode of Talking Tactics. Remember to keep walking the walk and talking the tactics. Thank you all for listening to Talking Tactics. 
If you try what you heard today, or if you've got a tactic of your own to share, I definitely want to hear it. So find me on LinkedIn by searching for my name, Diana Kibilds. That's D-A-Y-A-N-A-K-I-B-I-L-D-S. And if you're enjoying Talking Tactics, please rate and review the show because there's nothing I love more than a good grade and positive reinforcement. Finally, if you just can't get enough of good podcasts, the Enrollified Podcast Network delivers with an amazing selection of other marketing and admissions-focused podcasts just for you. Go show them some love. See you next time.